Warning the following program contains world premier certified ball players, incredible interviews, latest hottest content material, may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia, acute player hater disorder, no jumper, no handles, allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. Welcome to License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. I want to thank everybody for joining the show. You listen to License to Ball podcast where we're going to be covering the McDonald's All American game in a different point of view, not how ESPN and 24 7 covers it. They cover it from a from a viral standpoint, in my personal opinion, so we're gonna cover it like players. They're not gonna talk about even they, they name these players on on the show on on these articles. But majority of these players are gonna be players they not talk about. They're gonna be some local brand players. So on deck, we got we're gonna cover women's basketball too on the side of that on the side of McDonald's All Americans. We're just not gonna cover the guys. We're gonna cover the girls and boys on this and just give our take on it on this game i want to say it was at the 47 game and made a lot of his a lot of players made a lot of history in this game that has never been made before even this game been around about 50 years something like that mcdonald's all-american game and they get get to eat free for for a lifetime now as long as they're alive they get to eat so it's good things man so I'm real excited. It's going to be taking place over there in Houston, Houston, Texas, in the Toyota Center. Have a dunk contest, three-point competition, all those things, you know. And some of the highlights of it, well, I'm going to bring it up and we're going to talk about I'm going to bring this up. We're going to bring up the East team. And one thing you notice about the East team, they have three Kentucky commits on there Kentucky has the most players in this game they have four that's not a record one of the historical moments you know but they they do and then Duke has the second most Duke has three so both of those teams have the most players so they got seven out of 24 so they got a third of the players on those two teams right there and if you've been looking and watching the national championship at least on the man side getting a whole bunch of mcdonald all-american your team don't assure you to to win national championship it's happening been with leadership senior leadership upper class leadership and plug in a couple of transfers right in with the free agent market now they had to implement this one 
one-time transfer rule because they're about to lose a lot of players. It wasn't because of football. They're about to lose a lot of players to overseas, the China League, the G League, and now you even got overtime. So there's a couple of players can't even play in this game because of overtime. In overtime league, they're ineligible for this league. So NCAA had to protect their investment and start letting these players get paid or they're going to leave and get paid. They're going to leave right after high school or, or after junior year and start getting paid. And some of them doing that now. So that's the takeaway from the, that's the East team. So you got three players playing, going to be playing in this game, going to be playing together next year. And then you got some players playing against each other, you know, so that's what notice that what I noticed about this. Now we're going to go over and, and hop over to the West side, the best side, as some people say. Now on the West side, I want you to notice this. Isaiah Collier on some ranking boards is number one. And you have Bronny James. Both of them on the same team on the West. Now, one thing you go, I go back and should go back. I want to go back real quick and show you this right here. We have Stefan Castle, ranked number nine in the in the country. I think he's his ranking is is toe up. I think he one of the best players in this game, and he going he always show out. Stefan Castle. He plays on the East. He plays in Georgia. Then you have Isaiah Collier plays in Georgia in the East. But I want y'all to see this. See, they could have put Stefan Castle on this team. It would have made a little bit more sense. In some ways, it would have made a little bit more sense. Since they had to move one of them. But reason why my theory on reason why they did this and had Isaiah on the West is to play with Bronny James. Bronny James has an offer and he's seriously looking at USC. So my take is Dead pushed his weight a little bit. We're gonna talk about a little bit on this on this show too about Dead pushing his weight. I think Dead pushed his weight to have both of them on the same team to see if they could get along. Can they coexist? Can they play? They, they kind of play the same position. They kind of play the same pretty much. They pretty much play the, play the same, but Isaiah Collier is a better player. See if they could coexist on the court together and practice and get along get a little bit more. That's what I think. And if they do, LeBron and James will be going to USC. Now, this interview process with the James family watching this and everything, if that don't work out, I think he's going to follow in his father's footsteps. And you'll say, why are you following the father's footsteps when his dad didn't go to Ohio State, but his dad would have went to Ohio State if he went to college. So he's going to fulfill, I think he's going to fulfill his dad legacy by playing Ohio State if that don't work out. But they want USC to work out. Oregon. It's not a serious go because if you've been watching what they've been doing over the years, one of the reasons when he got the Lakers, he, when he was getting free agency, he was picking a team and picking a team where his sons could play, where he could get to him quick and watch him and, 
and work out with him or he could drive and see him. So USC will be a perfect fit for Bronny James because he'd be playing down the street from Dad. Dad be playing down the street. Bryson be playing up the street. And they still had the same kind of thing going on without to go back and forth. Even they got money going back and forth and chasing around. You want convenience. Even they got money. And the mom the mom and the dad, and they got a house out in LA. So that worked out. So that's what I think was going on with that. Why do you have those two on the same team on the West? That's my take. Then you got a couple of stuff. You got a couple of people got snubbed, but we're going we're gonna to talk about one player in particular got snubbed. If I can find what, there you go. That's what I'm looking for right there. Let me go and pull this down so we can all see what's going on here. Mikey Williams. Mikey Williams got snubbed. If his last name was James, he would be in this game. Mikey got snubbed. And his ranking got messed up. At when Mikey's real young, get young, he don't have to learn. He's getting the Kanye West treatment. And this game is a lot of money be made. They pay you a lot of money. They pay a lot of money because you're good. But one of them only reasons why they pay you money because it's a fraternity and they don't want anybody messing up the money. They don't want loose cannons. So he's getting the Kanye West treatment. You know, so they slap him on the wrist and let him know hey if you don't want to play ball they're going to mess up his draft status too they're going the owners will get all in conclusion and won't put this guy where he is and get him an unguaranteed deal where he had to be fighting because they got bitten by Kyrie Irving they want to get bitten again Kyrie Irving got him exactly where he want him with a guaranteed contract making 100 million dollars and he about to get another one he's playing good and they're gonna have to give it to him which they don't want to but they don't want another Kyrie Irving slash Kanye West and they don't know what you're gonna get and what they're gonna what they're gonna get and how you're gonna react when you go after Paul being Paul being Cardi and others like that and go after them and complain about your rankings and saying they're messing you up when you focusing on that you got to be focused on your game and that messed him up I think he would have kept his mouth shut he would have been fine he would have he would have edged in the game it's not the thing where everybody want to say is LeBron James son should not made the game LeBron James son is good enough to make the game he's good enough to make the game he's good enough and he's not and he's not good enough He's good enough to make the game, and he's not, not good enough not to make the game. But here and there, and they is and McDonald's All America is about politics. When you start getting higher level of basketball, you start getting in is get into politics. It's more it's more politics than 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 ever. Your game and talent is second. And Penny Hardaway kind of alluded to that. 
because Mikey is going to be going to play at Memphis for Hardaway. And Hardaway kind of alluded to that a little bit about that, you know, speaking on that. And we're going to queue up what Penny said and alluded to when he talked to Mikey on the phone about this. Things going on. There we go. We got it. You don't have to be the best basketball I'll player. Find, I figured it out. We got it and going. He doesn't care about the rankings. It's only making his chip and it's be a boulder when he gets here to prove to everybody that he is. I'm going to let it play one more time again over. Then play it. But also, with him coming in hungrier, it's, it's better for us. Mm-hmm. No, because I knew I was a McDonald's All-American. I just, I just went rogue at the wrong time. <laughs> I did. I just, I knew that I was a McDonald's All-American, so it didn't matter. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's fine too. I, I think making it to the NBA and having a great career before the injuries definitely validated what I thought I was in high school. And National Player of the Year in high school means something. I think Mikey. I have not. I spoke. I spoke to him two days ago before the, the list. And he truly understands what it's all about. You know, it's not about his talent. You know, it's, it's so many different things going on in high school basketball that you don't have to be the best basketball player to be put on the McDonald's All-American team now. And he doesn't care about the rankings. It's only making his chip and it's be a boulder when he gets here to prove to everybody that he is who he is. So for me, I'm saddened that he didn't make it. But also, with him coming in hungrier is... It's better for us. Yeah. I didn't realize Penny Hardaway didn't make the the McDonald's All-American game. I didn't realize he didn't do that. I had no idea. That's insane. That, that is insane. But Mikey scored 77 points this year in one game. Not in a couple of games. 77 points. Averaging, I mean, he ridiculous averaging, what he's like averaging twenty four points a game, something like that. See if I could bring, I could bring him up, his stats up. Thought I had it somewhere. I had to see if I could find those, find his stats on there, man. But he scored seventy seven points in one game. And you're trying to tell me this man is not in, don't deserve to be in that game. But Hardaway know what he's talking about. Hardaway knows that what he's talking about on that. So we're going to segue into now. is Mr. Wagner, DJ Wagner. Now, DJ Wagner on a lot of boards is is number one basketball, ranked basketball player in the country. He has a very interesting story. This, he has set history. This is what we're talking about history. Wagner is the third generational McDonald's All-American player. He has played 
His dad has played. And his grandfather has played. They all played the same high school. They play all has played the same high school, which is crazy. And he's on pace as long as he don't get hurt. All them total will score roughly around 10,000 high school points. His grandfather scored around 3,000 and his dad scored around 2,000. And right now, DJ Wagner is at 1,800 with games left. So he should get to that mark. And they should, that whole family should have about 10,000 points scored in their career. First time it, all this stuff had been done, man. And then you got third generation playing at McDonald's All-American. He going to Kentucky with those four commits. That's big time. That is real big time stuff right there. DJ Wagner is making history. I mean, it's, it's insane. It's sick. What It is sick what that guy's doing. You need to go watch him play. One and done player. I like to know what his NIL worth is. Bronny James has the highest one around like six or seven million on there. Which is crazy. But DJ, man, 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 man. Then Bronny James, been taking a lot of heat. In this game, a lot of people going to be, want to go against him and try to cook him just because who his dad is and they feel his dad got him in the game. And so he always got to prove himself and and show his worth because they're going to be going out. This is going to be going out them just because of who his dad is and they're going to be, they always going to feel like everything he got is, was given to him. So he always going to have to work harder. So that, I think that's going to keep him focused and keep him going. But the criteria why he can't he made this game and why they said he put him in the game, it just has his dad written all over it. Even though I think he's good enough to play in the game. He's not. I don't think he's better than Mikey Williams. And they say he what he did over the summer and how his fall game fall been fall stats and playing and he had a real bad game in the hoop hall. Well, he missed a lot of shots. He ain't have a real good game and he just having an all right season. But I think he's good enough to play in the game. But by they saying all these things, it seems like to me they it's cover up on what his dad doing behind closed doors. And then nobody wants to piss off his dad because they wanted the first interview with. Bronny, if they ever get one, Bronny doesn't talk to him. He just he's got videos of him and pictures of him on social media. He has not done any interviews, any really anything, answer any questions. It's mostly his dad talking and saying he's a pro. That's what be going on with that. We already talked about Mikey. Now we up next. We got Essence Cody. From out of Vosdales, Georgia. One of the last exits before you get to Florida. Top 22 recruit going at Alabama. She also has made history. Second player ever been a McDonald's All-American going to Alabama. And first female McDonald's All-American going to Alabama. Big. She played on a, on a team that was loaded. This team is so loaded. They got two McDonald's All-Americans on it. 
She's not the only one. She has a teammate. This McDonald's All-American guy, Courtney Ogden, going to Stanford. We're going to talk about her, too. We got it. We we got an interview with Cody Essence too at the talk about how she feel about this and breaking down and all this stuff. And so you can hear from his, hear from the horse's mouth. But that program we got two All Americans, one of the best teams in the in the country. She won MVP for Elite Twenty Four. Just racking up these two players, just racking up stuff, man. They just, they just really just racking. They just racking it up. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. We're going to welcome Essence Cody to the show, newest McDonald's All-American nominee. How you doing, Essence? Good. How, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for joining the show. So how does it feel to be a McDonald's All-American now? Um, it feels uh, like a blessing, and um, I'm just just happy to be one of the one of the McDonald's All-Americans. Uh, pick so when did you put this on your bucket list to play in this game one of your drink because every basketball player strive for the ultimate thing coming out of high school being a mickey d's all-american when did you put that on your bucket list um i never actually had it on my bucket list um i ever since like the middle school, I didn't know what the McDonald's All-American was until I actually like grew up and saw people that I played with like on the team. And then I always did my research about what it was. And um, in my mind, I'm like, I could be, be one. So ever since yesterday, um, I became one. Okay, so that had me ask a question. What made you start playing basketball? Um, well, I played a lot of sports before I played basketball. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really play, played. I was actually like so afraid, but um, a lot of people knew that I had potential to play basketball. So I just kept going at it and each day I got better. Got you. So when they came out with the, not the final list, but they came out with the, the nominees before you, they nominated you, when you made the cut, what was going through your mind? Um, I was just, I was shocked, but then again, I was like, I worked hard for this. So I was, I was ready. And at that point, I just knew that I'll be like the top. 
So he was thinking that all this hard work is finally starting to pay off from getting all these accolades. Yes. Okay. You have stacked your trophy case up pretty well. You got a lot of awards and accolades. I was looking online. I saw a list, a lot of things. And one of the things jumped out to me was the Elite 24 Under Armour. Pretty much All-American game too as well. And he was the MVP of that game. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, well, the B24 was amazing. Uh, I had fun there. Um, I met a lot of players. I played with a lot of players that were very talented. Uh, it was like a great experience. And I was shocked that I won the MVP, but uh, I, I was happy. Got you. So playing this game and you playing a game and you're just basically working hard and keeping your head down, then you start winning all these accolades as people start noticing you. When do you know knew you had what it takes to play this game? Um uh, ever since I started high school. Um a lot of coaches that was when the um, all the college coaches was calling me, wanting to get to know me, and all my high school coach, coaches were encouraging me that I could be great and that I am great. That's good stuff. Sound good to me. Sound real good to me. If I remember correctly, you are the second player what in 20, 30 years to be a McDonald's All-American at at the unit going to the University of Alabama, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's big stuff. That's good stuff. You just made history, and they won't forget it. Yes. They're Tuscaloosa. They Tuscaloosa. They won't forget that. They big to the alumni and the fans are real big on they on their athletes. They look out after you, so that's good. Yes, they do. And I help you out with NIL deal too, while you're <laughs> in college too. Help you out with a whole yes. lot on that. And you signed to Alabama. Why Alabama? Um, it's just I love the environment. I love the coaching staff. Um, Alabama treated me like family, and it's close to family uh, at Montgomery, Alabama. You have family in Alabama already? Yes, I do. My grandmother lives there. Oh, you made your grandmother proud. She's very happy that she get to watch all she get to watch all your home games and some road yeah, games. Because yeah. you go to Auburn yeah, and watch you play in Tennessee, you know, and even Athens. That's good. See, it's just right around the way. Not too far. I mean, you can have you have people at all your home games, not family members. So it would be like away from home. Yes. <laughs> makes sense to me. Really makes sense to me at all. Well, we're going to be looking forward to watching you play in that game and up there and watching on TV and all that. And we're very proud of you doing this and you representing the state big time. So you go online and look at you, look up, look you up. You're all over the internet, blasting all over the internet how well you have done with basketball. So that God-given ability that you exercised and worked out has paid off. Yes, yes, it has. Yep. Thank wanna, you. Oh, we. Oh no, thank you. I want to thank you for joining the show, making history. 
Well, thank you for allowing me to come on this show. Yeah, we want you on again. At least one more time before you go off to college. We want you on again. May State playoffs of or course. something. Oh, after the McDonald's All-American game. You can talk about that. Of course. All right, we talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. And as you can see, all her accolades right here. Big time player right here. She gonna get better. I don't think she realized how good she is and how acceptable she is with basketball. But she will figure it out. Yep. She's gonna be she's gonna be a stud. Already a stud. I see her playing serious minutes. Little film I have seen on I see her playing serious minutes at the next level as a freshman too. Really help out on that team. Cause she used to playing in it in this environment. She's already really trained for what she's gonna be doing. When you play in an elite level like that and then you go do all these other things and you and you succeed and then you be one of the best players on the court. You're already training yourself for the next level. It's pretty much the next level already in that standpoint. On only difference is the players a little bit more experienced, they more savvy and cunning with their game. You know, little things in and out with their experience. But other than that, it's not too much it's not too much difference on that at all. Then we got her teammate up next. Yeah, Courtney Ogden, 10th in the country with ESPN, gold medal Olympian. I mean, the, that team alone, those two players right there can have a trophy case museum on their own. All the stuff they got. I mean, it's insane. The stuff they've been doing. Gold. I, I should have asked her, did she got that gold medal locked up in a safe or in a Safe, to, safe deposit box in the bank or whatever because that's something real special right there it ain't too many people do that's probably a quarter of one percent of the world get to even play in, a, in a, a type of olympic event and then win a gold medal man that's insane that, that's really insane we got courtney she's gonna be going to stanford and she had her eyes set on stanford I, and one thing when i talked to her in this interview and you, you especially do not see this with guys a lot. They just focus on the NBA. She really didn't mention the WNBA to me at all. I didn't, it didn't come up in discussion with me to ask any questions, but she didn't really mention it all. But when she met playing for Stafford, she's planning for a future and a career because she know basketball only could be for so long. And I could tell how she was talking about Stanford and how the connections and stuff you could do in Stanford. So that told me a whole lot about how she planned out her career and how her parents have, has raised her and just don't look at basketball. You just use basketball as a vehicle. And if it's fun, you can make a lot of money off of it, especially overseas as a woman. They play, they play M's over there for the women. Diamond and Shields make more money going play overseas than playing the WNBA. So, but it's money to be made, had in the game. But... The connections and what Stanford has, the the offer is ridiculous. We're gonna go in and play her interview.
This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined, so y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. I want to welcome Courtney Ogden from Westminster, newest nominee to the McDonald's All-American Game, top 24 young woman in the in the game. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing all right. Just trying to get all this together, putting this show together. That's all. Trying to get it all together. Now, you stacking your trophy case, and you used to playing on a loaded team. Now, you're going to be playing on an even more loaded team. How's that the feel to be nominated by the and selected to the game? I mean, it feels great to be a McDonald's All-American is what every girl dreams of um, growing up. I mean, to just hear my name called on TV, on ESPN, it was a great feeling. I'm so glad to be able to participate. Yep. So you're kind of ready for this game, I think, because you're a gold medal Olympian. You played on this 18 and other team, and y'all won that. And then you playing in this game. So you used to playing around superstars amongst yourself and then along with that you are used to playing on a, a travel team with elite talent how that's going to get you prepared for this game um playing against elite talent all the time that definitely gets you prepared i mean you can't like you can only get better when you play against better players people that are just as good as you and so i think it really prepared me for all types of games, um, especially the McDonald's game. And this is only going to do me good playing against better people all the time. I think SBC playing on USA, that has only prepared me. What's walk the viewers back when you got, you found about the nominee, you saw on ESPN, your name was called, and let's talk about the viewers, because everybody didn't see that interview with Channel 2, how you were so happy and you called your dad and told your dad you made the game and Let's get a little bit about that conversation you had with your dad. Um, well, I was in my car alone. I didn't really want to be with anyone because I was kind of nervous. And so I put it on like my phone. And when the announcer said, like, this is the list, and I called my name, I actually screamed out loud. And then I called my dad and I called my coach. And I was just like, I made it. And thank you for everything that you've done for me. And it was just a surreal moment. And I, I was just so excited. But that was like, he, he was proud of me, and it was just, it was just awesome. When did you check the McDonald's All-American game on your vision board? Can you repeat that question? I'm sorry. When did you check McDonald's All-American game on your vision board? Things you want to accomplish oh. in, in basketball. I mean, I have a, I have a photo um, above my bed that is a picture of my trainer, Dorian Lee, me, and Asia Dirt who also made the McDonald's team before she went to Louisville. And I mean, this has been a dream come true for a long time. Since I started playing basketball, I've, I've dreamt about this. And I mean, I looked at that photo when I got home and I'm like, probably like 13 years old. And so like checking this off my list, is just, it was, it's been amazing. And it's been on the list for a long time since I started playing basketball. It's funny. It's a small world. They say six degree, 60 degrees of separation that everybody know everybody in the world. 
was one degree really because I know Dorian Lee and I know Asia. I did stuff on Asia Door too. And I yeah. know, I've been knowing Dorian since I've been started doing this stuff. When he was Jaylen, training Jalen Patterson, played at Milton High School. Yeah. That's funny. You see, we, you see all these names and then nothing really has not changed at all. And how did your teammates, They did they change how they treated you or they more happy with you? How was that? Oh, no. I mean, when I walked into practice um, on Friday, I mean, they were just like, congratulations. But we started practice and it was, everything was normal. I mean, they still see me as me. And it was just, it was a great accomplishment of mine. And I'm really happy I made the team. But um, I mean, no one was any different. Everyone just congratulated me. So we, we went on with, with our day. So. Now, playing with Essence Cody, one of your teammates, and y'all going to be playing, y'all going to be teammates once again in this game. How is that? I mean, it's really just a testament to FBC, really. I mean, to have two girls from the same team, um, same state, come out and, and make the team, it's just a testament to how good we are as a team and how much talent we have. I mean, I'm so excited to play with Essence. I've been playing with her since probably like seventh, eighth grade. I mean, I'm, I've known the family a lot for a long time. This, I love Essence, and I'm so happy to be able to play with her one, one last time. Y'all can hear it in your voice, the passion, just talking about the game you, you haven't started practice yet and you you're excited about it just talking about it but that's a beautiful oh, yeah. thing and after you've done doing all this you're going to be going to stanford and what made you pick stanford even they got a great i know they got a great program but i know some other great programs were recruiting you as well so what separate them from like a notre dame south carolina one of those kind of oh yukon what's the difference um, Stanford has definitely been my top school for a very long time. I mean, they just have the whole package. I mean, I mean they have academics, basketball, obviously, they're a national championship team. Um, and also just the people. When I went on campus, I've been on campus like three, four times, and the people are always amazing. The connections you can get from playing at Stanford and going to Stanford as, as a student, it's just like, none, like no other. And being on campus, seeing the team, talking with the team, and then seeing how great they are in all aspects. It was just a no-brainer for me. Gotcha. So all this wrapped in one, and you still got a few games left in the season before region play and state. What are you going to do to prepare yourself for the final games of your career, high school career? I'm really just taking it one day at a time and just working hard. I mean, I'm going to do the same thing I, I've done to get to this point and just work hard, stay in the gym. I'm excited. For my for my senior year, um, and just like hopefully winning a region championship and a state championship, and continue to do the same things I've been doing. Gotcha. It's been a pleasure interviewing you. Interview just as well as you play. I'm, I watch video on you, so got an idea for your game. And when I seen you playing and watching you play, you kind of remind me of Meyer Moore a little bit. Um, the Gwinnett, famous basketball player, playing the WNBA. I watched her oh, play yeah. a little bit in high school as well before I was doing this, but I watched her play. Yeah, you can tell how she interviews that one thing we've been saying on this podcast when we got the contributors on here and everything is with the media and everything, the players are so polished, just not with their game. We had the strongest media presence. Out of anybody in the country, I go all across the country and I 
I go online, I look, and I see nine games. We have five or six guys you in the media. And like, I went to a event the other day, and it was a kind of the event was kind of a little bit slow. The Steakhouse Showcase, Longhorn Steakhouse Showcase, and it had still about 10, 11 media people in that thing. And then these interviews, and you got shows like this, and you got all these websites. So these players are very seasoned when it comes down to interviews and stuff. They they don't realize how far advanced they are than other players in the country when they're getting this all. They're getting the education, they're getting the basketball, they're getting the training, they're getting the media, they're getting the exposure at this level. When they get there, they they don't realize how seasoned they are, and really. Like I, I talk about him all the time because this is the player I was most close with. Jalen Brown played for the Boston Celtics, was drafted number two overall for, by the Boston Celtics, and he on his he's working on his second hundred million dollar contract. When I used to interview him, his mom told me he went back and watched the interviews and studied his interviews and got better at him because he knew he was gonna be playing in the NBA one day, and he knew he had to be the player he needed to be in and polish so he made sure he made sure when he did his interviews that it would it sound good and it sound professional it sound like he was already in the nba already when he has done so you know this stuff is big time and the players you don't think gonna do good and the players usually do good you know the ones got the most hype they still do good but they pan out and it's on. It's gonna be like the player who just keep working. Like players who are not gonna be in this game. Like we were just talking about Mikey Williams earlier, and even Penny Hardaway said it on the video we played. I'm gonna make these kids work harder because I know on the boys' side is 70 or 70, 60, 70 percent of whoever playing these games make it to the next level. And so you got another 30 or 40% who don't make it in love. So you got guys who felt like they should have been made it this game and just go out there and work harder and harder. And then go out there and just say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna show out. Y'all made a mistake. And that's what happened. And people get relaxed, they get in this game, and they don't get they lose the motivation. And that's one thing you can't do. You can't lose the motivation. You gotta keep working hard what got you there. But I can't wait to watch both of these players play. I already put in my media credentials to go to Houston and watch this both games, and I'm gonna be watching a lot of them. I'm gonna be watching a lot of these games, state games, and come and get these games and make some highlights and have more to talk about and meet these players in present and in, in present. So, so we got on next on on deck. We're gonna have Isaiah Carrier. Another Georgia player. Is Fanta has him ranked number three. I think 24-7 have him ranked number one. So it's who you like. I love Isaiah Collier. I've been watching him play since the ninth, ninth grade. And I always want to get a lot of footage on him because I heard he was good. Watching him play and, and just getting all this footage and senior year really he has not disappointed. He has made leap years and bounds made a 180 i mean built the body up he got a grown man's body and the biggest thing about his game is showmanship 
he puts on a show for the fans and the media while he's playing. And you can't you can't knock that as a media person. Lus might put on a show and the fans they get everybody riled up. And so that's why I think I see on certain sites that he's number one. No knock to him and then where he plays at. Still a top ten player in the country. As far as I'm concerned, top ten and play in the country got you a good chance of being a lottery pick and being a one and done. So you can't go wrong. It's what, it's what player they, what position they need, and all that. But if you have a position is position, that work out even better. So, but he, he in top ten. But my personal number one is Stefan Castle. Ida George is going to be playing in the game too. The guy can play three, one, two, and three. But we only talking about Isaiah Collier right now, and the guy's a beast. I mean, he he's really a beast. This dude is he's sick. He just get down. He just get down and dirty with it. As you can see, some of these highlights, what this man is capable of doing, is freaking ridiculous. You know, last last I seen do stuff like this was the bull. Colin Saxton. He's the last player I've seen do this. Do these kind of things. And be that really explosive with the showmanship. If you ain't seen this kid play, you need to go watch him play. You're missing out. You are missing out. Man, man, man. I got an interview for him. For some reason, I can't get this interview. I can't get the thing pulled up. more technology used the more issues you will have yeah I don't know what's going on with his interview Guys, nice. 
I did a few clips. I have so much stuff on him. He's gonna have a nasty mixtape on him. He's gonna have one. I'm gonna do a real nice one. I don't know if it's gonna be the best one he he has out, but it's gonna be a nasty one. And when we come back from break, they're gonna have more breakdown of his McDonald's All-American roster. This is Coach Garner from North Gwinnett, and you're listening to License the Ball. This is Deontay Baz from Losing Forest, and you are listening to License the Ball. This is Frankie Menino, a DC Premier. This is License the Ball podcast. And this is Cameron Ward, and you are listening to License to Ball podcast. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet keep rocking with license to ball and now back with your host hip hop. I'll tell you one thing, technology is so, so funny. It don't always work how you want it to work. Yeah, we'll be back on this Isaiah Collier. We're going to play his interviews, a real short interview to catch up with him. He's a busy man. Everybody want a piece of the number one player in the country, according to 24-7, the number three player in the country, according to ESPN. Go and play his interview. How did it feel to be nominated for the game and then make the game? I felt real good. Okay. How did it feel to keep the tradition up in the lineage of all these Mickey D's that came through this school? By the hard work you've been doing, what's on Peck High at? How that got you ready and got you into this game? Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, well, for me, it's just working hard every day. I mean, I don't really face this accolades or nothing like that. Just trying to get better every day and just trying to improve me. Yeah. And what you expect going up there and playing in the game, what you expecting out of the game and your experience? Uh, I'm definitely expecting a lot of competition, especially the practice and things like that. I'm playing in the country. Uh, they're all there for a reason. So, I mean, definitely going to be a great experience. Uh, definitely a lot of competition. So, how did it feel to be nominated? Yeah, that man, he he's a beast on the court. Early beast on the court. And he got a real strong shot. He has a real strong shot of winning state. This year, he really got a real strong shot of winning state. And I was talking about Mikey Williams a little bit earlier. I saw I was going to bring up some more stuff with Mikey Williams. And then we're going to go ahead and and bring this up. This guy got snubbed from the game. Should have been in the game. You look at these stats right here. And they switch his rankings up a little bit. He got a little bit of hot. And like I said, they get him the Kanye West treatment and the Kyrie Irving. He's because they, they figure he's a loose cannon. But when you score 77 points in one single game, that's insane. 
and you already been a top 30, 40 player in the country and you don't get in the game. So kid was a little bit upset. Penny Hardaway addressed that too. And explained how the all-star game worked and it's not always about the, I mean, yeah, this all-star game. Not, it's not always about the best player all the time. He was saying, but you look at these numbers. That's why the kid's sick. When he sees it, he's just sick. He's like, I can't believe I didn't make this game. Averaging 24 points a game. And nine assists. Signed to Memphis. It's crazy how this kid didn't make the game, but... He's going to be part of that 40% that going to make the lead and don't make this game. And I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go play up again because we've been on for over an hour. And some people didn't see this interview. So we're going to go ahead and play what Penny Hardaway said about him not making the game. I think Mikey, I have not. I spoke, with, I spoke to him two days ago before the, the list. And he truly understands what it's all about. You know, it's not about his talent. You know, it's it's so many different things going on in high school basketball that you don't have to be the best basketball player to be put on the McDonald's All-American team now. And he doesn't care about the rankings. It's only making his chip and it's be a boulder when he gets here to prove to everybody that he is who he is. So for me, I'm saddened that he didn't make it. But also, with him coming in hungrier, is, it's better for us. Mm -hmm. No, because I knew I was a McDonald's All-American. I just, I just went rogue at the wrong time. <laughs> I did. I just, I knew that I was a McDonald's All-American, so it didn't matter actually. Yeah, yeah, that's fine too. I, I think making it to the NBA and having a great career before the injuries definitely validated what I thought I was in high school. And National Player of the Year in high school. So. That's Penny saying the same thing that he's saying in a nice way that it's, it's a lot of politics in this game too, especially on the boys' side. And these shoe companies got a lot to do when they talk about politics. They want to make sure they get they, they people in, they start promoting their people now before they get to the league so they can start getting these shoes deals ready. Which is sad, but all these kids can play. And, it, and you're dealing with young men and kids, that's bad though. When you're doing that, but it's the cost of doing business when you want to play at the elite level like that. There's a lot of money involved in promoting this and funding the team and getting you all over the place. Because you could go, if you play basketball from six to whenever, you almost play, you almost could play a visit almost at all 50 states. It's unheard of. And you do it for free. So there's a lot of money involved in this. And I was talking about, we were talking about DJ Wagner. And DJ Wagner, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna pull up his stuff. This is, this is insane too right here. Third generation of McDonald's All-American. Now ranked number one in the country going to ESPN and he got three other teammates in the game as well. Calipari made sure he got this one because Calipari is on the outside looking in might not be making the tournament this year 
So you know you got grand, granddad, dad, and son all played at the same high school, all going to play in this game. Each one of them will score 2,000 points in their career. It's a, it's a milestone just scoring 1,000 points in high school. You're going to have a granddad, dad, and son going to score over 2,000 points in their career. Where, you, where they do that at? I guess in the Wagner family. That's where they do that at. You know, it's, it just, it's just insane. It's really is insane. And how basketball just come, take they just taking it to another level. This basketball, they are taking it to another level. This basketball. I'm looking forward to watching Wagner play in person too, as well. Now I guess some more accolades. We're going more detail on. Courtney Ogden as well. This is a gold medal Olympian right here. This game, I I don't have to say, I don't, I don't have to look and dig, but I don't think this game had this much people with this much decorations and stripes where they really proven that he deserved to be in this game. Yeah, I, oh, I don't. I don't remember any time like all these players. I don't. I don't remember this many players having these many accolades in this game. Where they deserve, like they resume speak for itself. Like you know, they got to put a lot of these players. It's a done deal. You know. You know you got to put them in this game. You know, gold medal right here. You know. Ranked in the top 10, Stanford signee, averaging 21 points a game. And she take her team far as she can. She got a little bit more help. They probably win state on that. And then you got an Auburn commit that I've seen in Hoots Gibbons. This guy right here, Aiden Holloway, like a little jitterbug. They might have him listed at 5'11". They might have this kid listed at 5'11", but I don't believe it. Right, he more like 5'8". And this kid right here, going to Auburn, he's going to do some things to Auburn. Auburn liked the little guards. They had Jared Harper. That's another guard they had. And they really like they really liked those small guards. But this dude could play. This dude could fill up the basket. He's one of those volume scores where he don't need to take a lot of shots to get a lot of points. He just shoot the ball so well and play so well, but he's still a, he's a one of those volume scores where he can score a lot of points with less shots. Most volume scores got to keep the volume up to get what they usually get. Not this guy. This guy, I mean, and when you see a guy in two games, and you can make a nasty mix on this kid. Like you just looking right here to these these highlights. Sound like I have triple amount of highlights of this still left. I I could do and I'm going to do put up for the kid. But the, yeah, the Auburn commit. I'm not sure what. I think he might be on the East roster. 
Aiden is. But this kid, this kid's sick. Yeah, I want to thank everybody for joining the show. Thank you for watching. Tell a friend, tell a friend, retweet, like, subscribe, and share. We do a weekly podcast on Sundays and Mondays covering the, the past week. And this week, we want to cover the McDonald's Mickey D's All-American Game, which would be a pleasure. It made history for me. I've been around for about 15 years doing this. And going to this game will be my first time going to this game. Every time I needed, wanted to go to this game and needed to go to this game, Something always happened where I could not make it. Something happened where I could not make it. I couldn't get to the game. You got to prove for me to pass or anything. I just could not get there for some strange reason. But it's going to make history for me from going my first one out of many I will be going to. And I want to thank all the people for the interviews, getting back with me, coming and joining the show. It was a real, it was a real pleasure. I mean, it's a pain for me. I love doing this so even i got a scrambler putting all this stuff together i wanted to put more on this show than i have now but i'm when it come down to producing this show i'm a one-man band and i did what i could putting this together and i'm i'm happy that everybody came on and showed out and and talked about how proud they are their hard work and their accomplishments doing this and you can also find this podcast on audio so this podcast you can find it on youtube on license ball podcast you're listening to you know so you can find it on audio too in any major platform apple Podcasts, Podbean, tune in radio spotify all the major ones you can find so you can listen to it in your car this podcast be up you can listen to audio and you can also watch it on youtube and you can find us out at jim Rat insider Jim Ryan Insider is the brand. You go to Jim Ryan Insider website, you'll find all this stuff. I need to make a Jim Ryan Insider commercial, so when I'm out here doing this, y'all can see what I'm talking about. The people are not real familiar, but Jim Ryan Insider is the brand. License Ball is just a podcast. It's like Sports Center. You got ESPN, then you got Sports Center is on ESPN. So this is what License Ball is. License Ball pretty much is ESPN of Jim Rat Insider. Specialize in highlights, short documentary films and interviews, especially what we really known for and evaluating players. I want to thank all the coaches who watch this show and contact me and, and follow me on social media and keep up with the players so they know the next player that's hot and the players that are recruiting and how they interview and keep up with things. I want to reach, I want to Thank everybody for me going to the show and we're gonna keep doing this. And if you see any mistakes in doing this, I'm it's my first time ever streaming. It's like my fourth or third live stream. So I'm gonna get it together and I'm gonna make this production even better than than ever. So I'm just trying to make it look professional as possible when you watch and you look at it and just enjoy watching it. You got any comments, anything you wanna say or or wanna add on to the show to make the show better, we all ears. I appreciate you. Until next time, peace.